Hey everybody, I want to say thank you so much for joining me again for another episode of the Empowered Motherhood Podcast. If you haven't already caught on by now, you know that we are pretty laid back, pretty real life around here. And I say we because, well, it's us, right? You and me. So I want you to know that if you are watching and not just listening, then know that I have had sick children. And so I cannot start off this month, this end of the year by skipping an episode. I'm not going to do that. We're going to keep going and we're going to keep rolling and we're going to keep taking those steps. So join me (laughs) and Lucille and let's talk a little more about what taking steps looks like. Thank you so much for joining. Well, hi there. Welcome back to Empowered Motherhood. I am so thrilled to have you with me today, tonight, this evening, this morning, wherever you are, whenever you are. I am thrilled that you're here. So if you are watching, then you see that our surroundings look a bit different. I'm in my closet. (laughs) I'm in my closet. I have transformed a small space of my closet into my prayer, meditation, reading, devotion, my escape place. (laughs) This happened after my husband came home from work and the places that I had created throughout my house, um, you know, they just weren't the same. (laughs) So, don't worry about what you see. (laughs) We're here for the same reason. And that is to empower each other, to empower you that you can live in emotional freedom. You can live free from circumstance and you can live in your purposed full freedom. Peace, power, and purpose. It's for you. It's for you. So, I have been very prayerful about um, some of the circumstances in my life. And you guys, I just want you to know this, like there is this, this tension in, in that, that we live in, right? So we have on one side, right? So let's just between like pretend like there's this like tightrope and actually what I like to think of I don't know if you guys had these toys my aunt had one and I can remember playing with it um as a young child but it was this like little wooden disc that was in this rope and you would twist it up twist it up twist it up and then as it spun back you could pull it and kind of like move back and forth and that's the vision, the the visual that God has given me of what this is like, of this living in the tension between the two. Between the two what? Between the two almost anything <laughs> that you find yourself in circumstantially um, or in just trying to figure out like how to live this life out, right? Biblically, we have law and grace, right? There is, um, there are things like, you know, Trusting God, God and providing, and he has wealth and abundance and riches and plenty for his children. And then there is real life circumstance where we see many, 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 many of the church are not living in that. And you guys, we have been 
we've been in my home six months without an income. Six months. And we are like at this brink where something's got to change. Something's got to give. Something's got to happen. We don't know what it is. <laughs> you know, we're trying to figure that out. Um, so it's this, and that's just, there you go. There's my real life circumstance where I have been living in the tension. And so I have that circumstance that's living in the tension of, you know, God is our provider and the, um, the currency that we live in today is dollar bills, right? That's our currency. That's what pays for things. Biblically, it was more physical things. It was land. It's what you're harvesting from your land. It's your animals. It's the, uh, the tasks and the things that you can do, right? So, so there's a different currency. And if you, um, are into the financial, um, niche, if that's where you're smart at, if that's your gifting and your calling, then you may be sitting there going, and we're shifting currency again. You know, I don't know that because it's not my niche. I've just heard some of you mention that. So, but you know what I mean, right? So, so the currency in which we live is, is this financial thing. And so I trust God to make a way. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know what, I trust him to make a way, okay? And that that way is however he wants to do it, but there is a financial provision for my home, for my family, right? Because we can't serve God if we are not being able to survive ourselves, right? This, this is a, it's a, um, it's a kingdom principle that I learned from my youth pastor way back when. And it was this starving baker, right? And it was this picture of this boy, uh, these two boys in the depression era. And they were standing there holding this plate of bread to sell the bread. And the principle that we were taught of this is, you know, we can't, we can't feed others before we feed ourselves. Like if we're not taking care of ourselves spiritually and in any other way that you want to uh, apply this to, if we're not taking care of ourselves, we can't take care of other people. Mamas, hear me. If you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of your family. <laughs> okay? So tension, living in the tension between the things. And then, okay, so y'all get this. You just want to, I'm just going to let you in on all the secrets. Okay. I'm going to let you in on all the secrets right now. So there's also this place, right? I trust God to provide whenever, however, whatever, you know, all right. So then there is, there has to be some sort of provision, right? Financial provision. And so then I don't know if you guys are like this, but my brain goes, okay, God, there's what we've got to work on. So let's like team up and link arms and go and run and do this. And what I've noticed is as my focus has gone here, it has, because we can't have split focus, right? So as my focus has gone here to this place, it has removed focus from other aspects and from other areas. And uh, and so it's just this like adjusting to all of this, right? And so 
then I'm like, all right, Lord, like, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? How do I need to do this? And I'm like, I have this drive to, to serve you, right? Because that's what, like, that's honestly when my, my brain gets in the analytical, it, it removes from the like purposeful, right? I can get really caught up in the analytical, like, all right, this is the math. These are the numbers. This is the stats. These are the puzzles. We got to do this, this much. We got to do this, this much. And there's, there's a place for those things, right? There's a place for them. But when like, that is the consumption, right? When that is what is all consuming in my mind and focus, like that's when it gets thrown off, right? Okay. I promise we're going somewhere with this. I'm not just here to to ramble and tell you about my life. Although I think it's very important. And that is one of the side notes. (laughs) That's one of the things that, that got this started. Holy Spirit was like, just start speaking. And then a sweet sister reminded me that we, we have to share our testimony. We have to share our life because that's how, that's how we get through this thing together. Right? So, okay. Where are we going? Let's get back on track. God, I trust you. There has to be a provision. Mind getting focused on the provision of like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? What do we need to do? Like, but then knowing that it's not just about the provision. And this is the thing that gets me because this is what gets my like that fire shut up in my bones that Jeremiah 20 verse 9. I can't hold this in. Like we got to do this. It's because you like you have such a purpose over your life. You have something inside of you that is so amazing that you can't keep it in. Like you have to do the thing. Whatever the thing is, you have to do it. You have to live your empowered life because the world around you needs you to live your empowered life. That's just the way it is. And <laughs> okay, I don't know if you if the volume cut out or not because a phone call came in just then, but you know, it's life. So you have to live your empowered life. Like you have to do that. Because you have to. <laughs> Because there's so much at stake. So what's at stake? Well, at the very fundamental of it all, hell. Hell is at stake. Someone's eternity in hell is at stake. We are created to live in this worshipful, loving place with God, doing our work and loving others, and being in this community, and because sin is in the world, now our purpose is also to help bring others to live in this community of love, and of purpose, and of worship with our Father. And it doesn't matter what you're gifted in. It matters what you're gifted in. (laughs) That, That matters. But it doesn't matter what you're gifted in. Your purpose is to do that. Worship and lead, right? Worship and lead. That's your purpose. That's everybody's purpose. So 
then I'm like, all right, God, I know this. And like, I have to help people do this. How do I help people do this? How, how do I do this? What do we do? <laughs> so there we are. There is this tension living place that we are in. And there, what's crazy is when I'm able to get still, and I'm sharing this with you because I want to challenge you to do this also. When I'm able to get still and I have my treat time, it's like a no. Like something in me knows. I don't have all of the logistics and the strategics and the things that I want to have <laughs> that my flesh wants to have. But I know there's clarity and vision and passion and love. And yeah, this fire shut up in my bones. And so I would love to challenge you right now. Do you know what that fire in your bones, do you know what it is? Do you know what your purpose is? Not the what's, because we just talked about the what's. Worship and lead. But how? What are your talents? How do you get to live in this world worshiping and leading others? And if you feel like I feel <laughs> sometimes, oftentimes, a lot of times here lately, get quiet. Get quiet. Get alone and get quiet. Because he's got peace for you. It's peace. And in that peace is power. And from that power, you can live your purpose. <laughs> Oh, it's wonderful. It is absolutely, absolutely wonderful. And I would love just to be able to, that's why I'm here, to be able to like hold your hand and walk with you and link arms with you and journey through this. And let's do that, right? Let's do that. So let's just, let's just dive in. If you didn't know, we have, I was going to do this in, in this month in December, but I was like, I really felt like the Lord saying, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know, that old, that Southern saying, I don't know, you know, where you're from. South. South over here, Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> putting, you don't put your cart before the horse, right? Because when you think about cart and horse, the horse has to pull the cart. Can't put the cart before the horse. <laughs> the horse has to go in front. I do that often. I go, God, I see a vision for the cart. Let's go. Let's go. And I throw it out there. And he's like, you're forgetting that I'm the horse. I'm the one who pulls it, who directs it, who leads it, who orchestrates it, who sets it in motion. It's my power. I'm like, yeah, Lord, let's do it now. <laughs> so don't put your cart before the horse. And um, that's what I had to not do. And so... January, January, I believe the dates are third and fourth. I'd have to look, but you can go to brennastanford.us slash events. And you can see we have a peace power purpose tonight virtual conference. And I am so crazy thrilled about this. If you're watching, 
like right if you're watching and if you're not watching i'm just gonna tell you i'm pointing behind me and there's like a bunch of papers stuck up on the wall some of them are prayer stuff right that's like specific prayers for people but all of the one over there that's like the big paper and the other little paper, it's like this little mind map i made with sticky notes on my wall is what it is and it is this planning and this dreaming i have had a dream of a like conference of a women's conference for like 10 years y'all <laughs> for like 10 years and and honestly like I don't know we're not gonna get into that I've rambled on too long about me so I'm gonna just like pause that one and I'm gonna jump in because you have to know this you have to know that the peace of the Lord it's your strength it's your power. And I know that we talked about or we mentioned <laughs> briefly and it, and maybe we'll get back into that and do some have some more conversation. And if you're like connecting with me anywhere else, then you're going to be able to hear and to see. We talk often about that emotional freedom. That's our peace. It is in Jesus, through Jesus only, but he gives us tools. And so those are the things I teach you the tools and I teach you applicable, practical ways for you to live in your emotional freedom, that peace that he gives you. I mean, I was in here, in here, in this spot um, yesterday morning and just suiting up, just suiting up, going through Ephesians 6 prayerfully, meditatively, 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 <laughs> and just suiting up. And when I got to the shield of faith, the Lord gave me a whole new vision for this. And I'm like, yes. And that's our strength. His peace that when we can center ourselves, we can position ourselves spiritually. We can live in the emotional freedom that he gives us then we have power and that power is what we use to come against that circumstantial freedom knowing our authority in christ that faith shield it extinguishes the flaming arrows of the enemy right so i was reading not too long ago in first corinthians 6 and i was just absolutely blown away like brought to my face on the floor, just in absolute awe and gratitude because of the power and the authority that we have in Christ Jesus. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So we have been given so much authority. We've been given it all. Honestly, like it's not that God, God's not withholding authority from us. He's not withholding goodness from us. Like he's not withholding anything. We have been given it. Are we asking for it? Are we seeking it and therefore finding it? Okay. Verse two, verse two says, do you not know that the Lord's people will judge the world? Verse three, do you not know that we will judge the angels? <laughs> like those verses, they hit me different. They hit me different when I read them in that way. I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to, and we live in this, 
uh, living in the tension between, right? So it's like that that spinning wooden will was over on the like super judgmental side of Christianity for so long of of you <clears throat> you can't wear this, you can't wear that. You've got to, you know, guys keep your haircut. Um we were just I was just heard a um an older generation talking about like, oh, you're going to hell if if the hair touches the top of your ears or you know, you're sinning if you do this and you're sinning if you do that and and there was so much of that that the church lived in for so long. And then it's like, going way over to the other side, right? That, that spinning wooden wheel, spinning over to the other side and going, well, you know, you're just, it's all free and it is free, but there's, that's a whole other talk. That's a whole other talk about topic about a freedom in, in grace, right? That's a different one, but judgment is something that isn't talked about a lot right now. And scripture says we're going to judge the world, that the Lord's people will judge the world, that we will judge the angels. Now, I believe that this is, and I haven't done a big contextual dive into this yet, but I believe that this is after, after the second coming of Christ, because I believe that in that moment when we are perfected and living in perfect unity with Christ, that that's when we're able to judge, but that's a different topic. Okay. So <laughs> it's just, it, it blew my mind though, because we have an authority that we're not using. There's a scripture that talks about having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And I just want to ask you, are you denying, are you denying the power of God over your life? And more probably correct way to ask this is where are you denying the power of the Lord over your life? Because I think that we probably all are denying it somewhere, right? And it's a sanctification process, this journey, this discovery journey of where, right? <clears throat> With Empowered Motherhood, we have a cycle that we process through and it's the fundamental of our of our living in freedom cycle and it just continues and the lord showed me in in that 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 this is always a cycle because we're never going to arrive right not on this side of heaven we're never going to arrive there's always going to be more so we can always keep going so this isn't about shame but just about discovering that more. What more is for you? You know, do we see a glimpse of our power and our authority in Christ and then shudder in fear because of it? We get nervous and afraid. And this is where, just speaking in full transparency, y'all, I get nervous and afraid. There's been, and God is really, he's working in my heart right now for this. So you guys just pray for me and I'm going to try not to cry, <laughs> but, but I know the purpose that he has for me to pull out of you because it's not about me because here's the thing. I'm in love with, like, I'm in love with where I am with God. And I know that I'm continuing to grow with him, but I can't grow with him and deny his purpose over my life. 
So when I speak about my purpose, no, I'm speaking about your purpose because my purpose is to call out your purpose. My purpose is to is to link arms with you and help you journey deeper and further into your purpose, learning how to walk this out, learning how to live in emotional freedom, learning how to live free regardless of circumstances, knowing your power and your authority in Christ Jesus, knowing the belief and the faith that God has given you is way more than enough to throw mountains into the oceans, to make spring up rivers in the deserts, to wither fig trees just because they're not producing a fig and you are hungry, to heal the sick, to raise the dead. I know, so I'm like, what? But it's true. These are the things that Jesus did, and he said, you're going to do greater. You're going to do greater than this. But we shudder, and I shudder. My husband and I, are not equally yoked at this moment in our spiritual life. And we just celebrated 10 years of marriage. And we are in a place now that I have prayed to be in, but we're still not where I'm praying to be at, right? Okay, but that's life, right? Again, consistent, continual growth, always more. Okay, but we're not equally yoked spiritually. And I've actually never spoken out on this in this <coughs> in this manner um, about this. So I'm gonna get a drink of my water real quick. Um, but because of that, we don't see eye to eye on some things of purpose and and why life right? My husband, he has an amazing provider's heart and his, his view, and I'm not saying this is wrong. Okay. So please hear that part. His view is that it's provision. Provision is the purpose of life to provide, to live, to, to not, you know, have to struggle to not, uh, to be able to provide for our children, to, to do the things. And that's true, right? Because what did I, what was I talking about earlier? Like we have to have the finances, <laughs> but for me, like there's more. And I trust that God can bring in, in different ways that we wouldn't have expected. And yet in my husband's perspective, it is but you've been attempting to do for so long and where are the finances that you have brought in? Which you guys, I'm going to be super honest, like nada. I've not once provided for my home. There was, I think two or three months that I got to make the car payment and I was so excited about that, but that's it, you know? And, um, And so there's all of these different perspectives that go into every circumstance and situation. Perception shifting and changing is is important. And we'll talk more about that later on. We've got lots of time to talk. Not today. I won't keep you, I won't keep you much longer here right now. But it's important to know that fear, fear can still grip you, right? Fear still has a foothold over my life. And being super transparent with you, my fleshly prayer, my fearful prayer, Lord, I need you to provide this amount 
<coughs> then I'll run with this. But he's got to know that you're going to provide so that I'm free to run. Right? Because there's still a fear because my husband and I don't see eye to eye on things. And we're like, seriously, like I said, six months, we're at the point where like, we got to get something coming in <laughs> so we can provide for our family. Oh, you know, um, Sarah, before she was Sarah, laughed in disbelief. I laugh in belief because I'm like, God, you're the only way this is happening. So, but that is, that's a real life circumstance of how this plays out. We, we get a glimpse of our authority and then fear still holds us. Fear can still hold us. And Voltaire is famous for saying with great power comes, comes great responsibility. And, um, <laughs> And we, I think, have let, and I know that I have, <clears throat> but we have let fear, <coughs> excuse me, water break. <laughs> we have let fear diminish or halt or snuff out our authority. And I'm challenging you and I'm challenging me. I just shared with you my testimony. Full transparency of what's where I am with this. There is so much authority for us. But we can't let fear hold us back. So what is fear keeping you from doing? Identify that. And then let's have more conversation about this because the very next piece of me is going, okay, so then what do we do? <laughs> so then what do we do? Let's make a plan. Let's get action steps with this. God, we know you are strategic. We know you're going to line things out. We know when we get alone with you, when we get centered and we position ourselves spiritually, that we have that knowing within us and that we're going to look for the opportunities. We're ask, seeking and knocking. We're imagining, we're envisioning, we're running and we're doing this, but we don't want to be running in circles. So where are we going? What's the next step? We don't have to have it all planned out, but we have to take a step. We have to take a step. You guys, this podcast is a step. <laughs> this podcast is a step. The virtual conference in January, it is a step. <laughs> it's a step. The fact that you can go to my website still and you can sign up for the coaching courses, that's a step. <coughs> And a fun step because you guys, oh my goodness, I love stuff if it's fun. The fun step is that I've added new gear to the shop. It's a step. Something fun. Let's do it. I will say that the next, the uh, one of the next steps that I'm prayerful about is, um, is who the next coach is for me right? Who the next coach is for me. Uh, the Lord has uh, been renewing the influences in my life. 
and there's been amazing new wonderful voices coming in but then um you know who's the next who's the next coach right and and what it what does that look like and so <laughs> i get it y'all i get it because i'm right there with you so let's just keep walking this together and let's keep doing what we can do in the in the moment that we're in with the power and the authority of Christ Jesus in us, taking the next step, trusting he's going to put that firm foundation under our feet. We're using our faith to extinguish the flaming arrows of the enemy. We're moving mountains. We're healing. We're delivering. We're setting people free in Jesus' name. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep going. I look forward to hearing from you and having more conversation with you about this, connecting with me on social media and different messengers on our website. We're still looking at that app and figuring out the members page for you guys, but let's connect. Let's just connect. These podcasts, they go, you know, obviously into podcasts where you can comment anywhere you're listening on YouTube. And I also put out a blog each week with the show notes for this so we can connect in the comments of the blog even. So let's connect. All right. Don't leave it here. Let's connect. Bye.